You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Hurricanes and Waterways. Have you ever witnessed the destruction from a hurricane? In the late fall of 1988, I got a call from my colleague in Washington, D.C. He was asking if I was willing to participate in a summer-long project of rebuilding homes in Jamaica that had been destroyed by Hurricane Gilbert in early September of that year. I let him know that I would be more than willing and would want to see the project sites before committing to the size of team we would bring to join the rebuilding effort. We arranged for a site visit in early February of 1989, where my colleague from Washington, D.C., together with another colleague from Virginia, would join me in Jamaica for a week-long site visit. When I shared about the upcoming trip, a friend asked if his wife could join me as she had always wanted to go on a trip with me, and the timing of the site visit fit their schedule perfectly. It would be so nice to have another woman, and a friend at that, along on the trip, as an extra set of eyes and ears was always helpful when doing site visits. With great delight, my friend's wife accompanied me, and so there were now four of us, together with our Jamaican host, that would travel to the south and north of the island, to survey the damage from Hurricane Gilbert, and then we would decide which communities we would help to rebuild. Our first trips were just short jaunts out of Kingston and allowed us to see several fishing villages completely destroyed. The boats of the fishermen were also destroyed, which took away their livelihood. Then it came time to head north and east to see the damage in that section of the country. Here we would have another person join us for the trip as he could supply the vehicle to take us to the northeast part of Jamaica, near to Port Antonio, where our next site visit was to take place. Well, when our driver arrived at our guest house, we all looked at one another in horror, for the car he arrived in was a small Lada of a vintage variety, and I was the shortest of the six of us that had to make their way into the car. My friend was almost six feet tall, The two men from the USA were not only over six feet in height, but had some good football shoulders to go with their height, and even our Jamaican host stood well over six feet. With many, many laughs, we finally folded ourselves into the Lada, and to add insult to injury, it was a standard car. So my sitting in the middle in the front seat meant sharing space with a stick shift. It was awkward to say the least. However, I learned to roll to the side whenever the driver had to change gears and then would heavily lean on my friend next to me so that the gears could be shifted with relative ease. This system seemed to work well 
and allowed our driver the opportunity to take us to the part of the island he called home, and where we could see more damaged communities, where we would return later that year and hopefully provide much-needed assistance to them. For anyone who has traveled from Kingston to Port Antonio in the late 80s, you would know that the roadways were not super wide, and there were an incredible amount of curves on the road while driving through the mountains. Add to that hurricane damage, and you can imagine what happened when we came upon a landslide that had washed out the entire roadway on the side of a mountain. Well, it meant that we would drive up the side of the mountain, around where the roadway was missing, and then angle back onto the road when the roadway was once again available. This seemed possible for a car with just one person in it, but a ladder with six large humans in it, not so much. Needless to say, our determined driver told us not to be afraid, and off we went from the roadway up the side of the mountain, all of us sliding to the right side of the vehicle as it drove sideways, and then sliding back into place after we had traversed the mountain and were once again on the road. To say we were terrified is the understatement. To say that my butt hurt from rolling back and forth as we traversed the mountain is also an understatement. And to say that I silently screamed and prayed all at the same time is also a severe understatement. However, miracle of miracles, we landed safely on the road and continued on our way. This was not the last of the landslides, but was by far the worst. I still cannot believe we survived that treacherous route. Thinking we were now in the clear was not the right thought. For no sooner had we made our way through the mountains, than we came upon a river that once had a bridge spanning across it. Now that bridge was completely destroyed by the hurricane, and our only way to get to the other side was to drive through the river. This was not just a small, slow, meandering river. This was a large, fast-moving river with rapid-like waves on it rolling over the many rocks in it. Our determined driver insisted that we could traverse the river and not get swept away. We were not as convinced. For quite some time, our Jamaican host and the driver had a long conversation, just out of earshot from us. We could tell that our host was not in agreement with the driver's assessment of the river crossing. Finally, the conversation was over, and our host announced that we would be attempting to cross the river in the Lada, but only after we had prayed and assessed whether our fully weighted vehicle could handle the river crossing. Not only did our first attempt not succeed, but we realized the combined weight of the vehicle together with six adults meant that the water from the river would quickly enter the car and cause the car to flood, making us vulnerable to being swept downriver. Just as we were about to try a second attempt at crossing, a large army truck came to the riverside, and the officers inside asked if they could assist us. We said their help would be appreciated, and so a plan was made. Three of us, including me and my friend, would stay in the car, with the other three relegated to the army truck, and those of us in the car would follow the truck through the river. For the truck sat higher than the ladder and could create a bit of a breakwater for us to drive in that would keep the car's interior from getting flooded. The other advantage of the army truck was that it sat higher and would be able to navigate the river with greater awareness of rock size and river flow. 
to have the truck arrive at the precise moment we were attempting a second river crossing seemed like a miracle answer to prayer. Now we had to hope that another miracle would take place and we would safely make it through the river. At first, the car slipped and slid a little on the very slimy rocks, causing my heart to feel like it had entered my throat. However, our determined driver was able to keep the car well-placed behind the army truck. And after a very harrowing 20 minutes or so, we arrived safely on the other side of the river, with just a little water in the interior of the Lada and all of us still alive. Phew, that was quite the adventure, and thankfully one that we all survived. The song, Here by the Water, speaks of how it is important to recognize the intervention by God in our lives, how he makes a way for us to come to him, but that we need to tell the stories of God's intervention to the next generation. Steve Bell has graciously allowed me to use his music, and I thank him for this. Steve is both a friend and a former colleague of mine, and well-recognized for his musical gifts.
How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? There are screens everywhere on televisions, computers, tablets, and phones. And even before kids know how to read, they know how to click the buttons to play their favorite shows. Online, on air, or in print, media reaches people of all ages, any time, and any place. Shouldn't you have a message worth sharing? To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. In the Old Testament of the Bible, in the book of Exodus, chapters 14 and 15, there is a phenomenal story about a sea that God opens right down the middle of it so that the people of Israel can walk on dry land to the other side and be rescued from the army that is pursuing them and wants to kill them all off. God did not perform this type of miracle for us in Jamaica, but he did perform a miracle that saved us. He allowed for an army truck to arrive at just the right time to safely help us cross the river that would take us to the next sites where people were suffering due to the destruction that Hurricane Gilbert brought with it. Once we were safely on the other side of the river, we thanked the army officers for their help and then took time to thank God for looking after us. Although the adventure was thrilling, there also was a deep sense that we had been cared for during it all, and it wasn't just a story about an adventure, but about God caring for us. At the end of the adventure in the Old Testament, the people of Israel sing a song of praise and thanks to God. This portion of that song is also appropriate for how we felt after crossing the river safely. And here are those words from Exodus chapter 15, verses 2 and 13. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him, my Father's God and I will exalt him. With your unfailing love, you lead the people you have redeemed. In your might, you guide them to your sacred home. What are the miracles you are asking God for? Do you sense his deep love for you as you wait for them to come to pass? Are you thanking him for the miracles that have come to pass and telling others about them? Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you because you may think S-C-O-O-P like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Music